Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Tequila for Breakfast. I am your host, Dana, for the umpteenth fucking time tonight. I have a guest with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Reintroduce yourself. I'm Brie Weezy, or Brianna, as they call me. Yeah. Okay, so Brianna is back, guys, for another episode. She's down three. Yay! Clearly one of my faves. Um, my podcast cherry officially. I mean, but I mean, this has been happening though. This is your third Sometimes time. I don't know what's happening on the first time, and that's that's problematic because what, sir, what is you doing? <laughs> what is going on? The reason we had a whole set of intercourse, wait till you're grown, folks. That's it, just wait till you're grown. I wish I would have waited. Until I do too. Well, I can't say I, I did it at a decent age, but. Like, I feel like I said this before, if I could unfuck a lot of these niggas that I've had sex with, which it's not a lot, like, I definitely probably would either still be a virgin or some close to it. Some close to it. Some close to <laughs> it, yeah. This is like, mm, I don't, mm, yeah, anyways. So, DMX died. He's gone. That's probably was very, um, Insensitive, the way I just said it, but you can call a spade a spade. Rest in peace to DMX. I don't want to get all into that. We all know how that story went. Um, I don't think he died from a drug overdose. I will say that, but that's nothing. We don't all know the facts. Yeah, we don't all know the facts. So, yes, best of luck to him. Well, not him, because yeah, I'm sorry they did not come out right, (laughs) y'all. To his children, (laughs) no. No, like seriously, seriously, it didn't really, really didn't come out right. It don't feel real to me. Like, like him being dead is like weird. But yeah, press to him and his his damn it, press to his children and his family. (laughs) He's gone. There's nothing we can do about that. So yeah, that's that. Um, let's see. First on the roster. I don't think I had anything outside of him passing to talk about with celebrity bullshit. Do you know anything that's like taking place outside of DMX's death? Something tragic or stupid? Just in general with these goofy ass celebrities um, and public figures, I should say. This week I was really fed up with the whole Khloe Kardashian beach pig. I heard a little bit about that, but I didn't take the time to look look what was that about she somebody took a picture and she didn't authorize it and it got sent out and because it wasn't in the right lighting and all that extra filtery shit that they do she wanted it removed and so she was having people's instagrams whatever uh twitters anything that it was posted on you was getting shut down they was uh Girl, just all kind of shit. Just and, and people was praising her though because they were like, "You look really good in this photo. It's a natural photo. You look fantastic." And then she came out with a statement like, "Um, I have the right to not present my body in the way that I want it presented." And so basically, bitch, if she can't be filtered ten times over with her back tape so her abs look tight and a fresh bikini wax, <laughs> she don't want it on. She don't want right, and she okay. was just like. People are saying, like, you, y'all you set up these beauty standards for these young girls who can't afford to get all these surgeries and this, that, whatnot, in the third. But y'all want to come out here crying because it's just, 
It's so stupid. It's really and stupid. I just wish yeah. we would stop giving Cause I seen what I seen was like I seen a picture of her, I guess, laying in a chair. Yeah, was that's that the original photo? Mm, I, I didn't, I didn't even see it because it got snapped up off the internet. So okay, was, so the first picture I seen, she had. Well, this was on her page, so maybe this wasn't the photo, but it was a picture of her laying in a beach chair, and then like uh, I seen like the title of whatever the article was, and then like the next time I seen her, she was standing up in the same outfit with like you could see like her waist, like what you call it, bone, your pelvis, I guess. Bone sticking up, <laughs> hip bone, whatever the fuck sticking out, and people were like, "Oh, you still look great." And I'm like, "Okay, she's been lipo sucked. Like, who wouldn't? You know, whatever." But when it comes to them and they bullshit, I barely take the time to like really get in depth, unless it has something to do with Kanye West because he's black. I care. Right. Um, <laughs> I really wish we would stop giving them any of our energy. Any, because... yeah, and I'm so happy that that show was like coming to an end, like. I ain't gonna lie, like back in the day when it would just come on E, I would sit and binge watch it because, you know, it was on TV and this is when cable was like still the thing and like my granny only had DVR on certain TVs. <laughs> she wasn't paying for all them DVR boxes. <laughs> so you would just have to sit and just like watch whatever. But um, yeah, like they cool. I'm not gonna hate on them because do what you have to do to take care of your family. But at the same time, like they get too much. the the wrong attention far too often and they are okay with that so i'm only here for courtney whipping everybody's ass i was like oh courtney, courtney be somebody else you remember the one where her and kim was fighting i was like take her that out. was not a fight it wasn't a real fight but it was the best we was gonna get and I out of those guys you probably right but i was just like what the fuck was that i wanted courtney i see see better shit on love and hip <laughs> For real housewives. <laughs> and that is so funny. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, I guess that's all you have, Bree. Um for celebrity bullshit. I don't really be that and then that football player who killed all them people, may they rest in peace because that sucks. Yeah, I didn't hear about that until you told me. So football is a dangerous sport. Yeah. And I j I don't know. Like I said, we'll see it within the next 30 years um, what happens with football. Oh, yeah. The other thing, I forgot that the um, they say Prince, but this nigga was like a century old. Prince Phillips dying. Nobody really cares. He definitely looked like he was already dead. It was just a matter of like just actually doing it. He looked like the Prince. He dead ass looked like. But, you know, shout out. 99 years, that's. I feel like to be the guy should have took him when he took Cicely Tyson, and we could have had her for a couple more months. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended. And like you know, Betty cool or whatever, but like, I mean, take God. Can you start from the top of the list and work your way down? Like, look like he's living in that cryo chamber every night. It <laughs> just kept up preserving. I just couldn't. Like his face had liver spots. I'm just. I'm good. I'm black. I don't know much about him though, but from what I watched from The Crown, mm -hmm. I think he's a good dude. So I'm not gonna. You watched that show? I, I dabbled. So it really is like based on them and like whatever fuck they got going. They say loosely. I think it's a little bit more than loosely, but yeah. And from I what I saw, I have not watched it. I mean, it's. I don't trust none of them. It's a real period piece. It's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> 
nods and yawns in the beginning. I really just wanted to get to the Diana part, so. And that's probably what I fast forward to because yeah. she was she, she was a real nigga. Um. Oh wow. Okay. So sorry, I'm like scrolling on my phone. So, I don't know if I ever say this girl's name right, and I listen to her music, and I want to say it's uh, Chica, or Chaka? Chica. She's a rapper. She's a really good rapper. And she rapped, I think she got discovered like from Instagram or some shit, but she hasn't been rapping long, and she just announced her retirement, basically talking about how like the industry takes a mental toll on you. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same place that Tiana Taylor was coming from back in December when she announced her retirement, which sucks because I feel like the dope artists always end up like leaving the game and leaving us with people like, um, I don't know, Little Peep, one of those little rappers or some shit like that. So, I was about to say Lil Mama. <laughs> no, Lil Mama canceled herself. Like... <laughs> And then she came after the, the the Alphabet Boys this week. So, yeah, um, that was a big no-no. Basically, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she said something about uh, transgenders or the gays or something wild. And it was just like, girl, you literally are, like, not in a position to speak on. I don't say that because she has her right to speak. But, like, say it amongst your family member and peers, not on the Internet where people gonna come for you like clearly you can't handle being talked about i.e the breakfast club interview years back like you your skin ain't thick enough for that so like just wendy williams fans kitchen table talk yes 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 i forget your ass is a wendy williams stan you are not a stan i love wendy williams are you really a stan friend Ew. I mean it's not that I like everything she says or does but I mean she gives me what I need and she's entertaining she is entertaining I did not like her movie as much as I thought I would a lot of people was t- talking it up and I think I was just talking to Atoya about this I feel like when, she you can tell she definitely left out a nice chunk of the real juicy shit yeah, like protecting herself type shit but and her son she said it. it was a lot of stuff she left out too cause because of her, her son yeah. yeah how is he now in college. Girl, she could have let that out. I mean, there's, he don't need to be traumatized for the rest of his life. Uh, if he was there, he was already there. I don't know. I, I guess like when it comes to your kids, I feel like she was overact. Like, not saying that the girl couldn't act, I feel mm-hmm. like they pushed her to be like super fucking extra. I just didn't really need to know how Wendy Williams was getting down in the bedroom or how she perceived <laughs> to be getting down in the that bedroom. Part I was too. like, now I could have lived that part too. this. No, but telling back to Lil Mama, apparently she's been apologizing to Jay-Z ever since that whole VMA situation. And I bet you, he don't probably had to switch his phone number like They said he's ignoring times. her. She's I, saying he's been ignoring her. Why are you it's still like, talking He ignored you on stage. So, take a hint. Take a hint. I still feel like this volume is too loud. Yeah, if we sound super loud, I apologize. But I've literally played with the sound for like I don't know 30 minutes before we started recording so I had to make it super loud so that you could hear both of us and now it's just like super loud like I can't find the in between so I'm a soft talker and I'm loud as fuck so I don't know but really I'm a mumbler that's I have a hard time in this yeah so I mumble amigos. a lot <laughs> so you the amigos oh, yep wait so is this the dude you're talking about Deshaun Watson is that the football player? He's black? Yeah. 
So apparently, yeah, I'm I'm reading it's it's we talking, but they were saying he he was having sex with that woman. Oh, the doctor. I don't know. Well, I don't know if she was a doctor. She treated him. I'll say that in quotation. It says his lawyer. So he's not dead, though. This guy isn't dead. He said they should have shot himself. What I'm reading, this dude is dead. This guy here? Did you see the picture of him? This is a different dude, probably. That's a different guy. Yeah. Well, he's fucking his therapist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whoever he is. That's a different football player. Football's a dangerous sport. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Girl. No, this is who I'm talking about. His name is Philip Adams. Oh, I didn't know he killed himself. I've seen this article, uh, like, initially. Does anybody else look for their YouTube emails? Like, my my Yahoo News stories. I don't look... Okay, I'm not a news person. I was, like, uh, the only blog I follow is B. Scott, and there's another one, but... I try to stay away from blogs and shit. And the only reason I follow some of the shit I follow is because I do like to have something to talk about. But for the most part, I try to ignore a lot of this shit because I'm very sensitive when it comes to certain shit. Like that whole situation with that lieutenant from the army yesterday. Did you see that video? Mm -mm. So I don't know where this was, but there was a lieutenant being pulled over. He don't know what he was pulled over for. He literally, and it wasn't like a regular pulled over. The cops like pulled behind him, guns drawn. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. He's like, what is going on? Like, if you just talk to me and tell me what is going on. He had his seatbelt on. They ran up on the window. They maced him and opened his door. Tried to snatch him out, but his seatbelt was on. And he's like, I would like talk to you. Like, can you talk to me? And he's constantly trying to talk to them. And they made him unbuckle his seatbelt. Mind you, he's been maced. So like, one, you can't breathe. Yeah, he's like, of course. Um, You can't breathe once you've been maced. I've never been maced, but I've had to like walk through mace after a motherfucker's been maced. And bitch, I was choking and ended up at the nurse's (laughs) office. I don't know if you remember that. We were in high school. I don't know who had just fought in that damn hallway, but somebody got maced. And me, I want to say me, Kendall... Uh, I ain't trying to tell nobody else that. <laughs> that was an accident. Me and I want to say two or three other people were walking down the hall together on the way to Miss Powell's class and walked through that shit and like all ended up in the nurse's office because we caught the, the, the lingering debris. So I could just uh-huh. fucking imagine like actually getting maced. But like he ended up taking the seatbelt off and he was like, if y'all please tell me what's going on. Like I have no clue what's going on. He was like yelling at him, Lieutenant, you could have made this so much easier. Bitch, I'm not making shit easy for you when you approach me with your gun drawn and not telling me what the fuck is going on. And they like typical black nigga, which, you know, I've been telling y'all, they don't give a fuck. You can do what they say. You can not do what they say. You could be another cop out of uniform. You could be a motherfucking sergeant or lieutenant in the army. It does not matter what you do. If they want to kill your ass, they're going to kill your ass. Like... Yeah, it made me think of that Joey Badass movie you just talked about. And I was about. just trying to think of the name. So I was like, and shout out to that film. <laughs> it was, yeah, I gotta, I'm gonna watch this tonight. But yeah, it's just literally, no matter what the fuck you do, if they want to kill your ass, they gonna kill you. So and all he wanted to do was get home to his dog. And I was like, this shit. It's, it's shit, ain't it? Yeah. But it was good. I thought it was a TV show so short. I was like, is this a series? No. No, they've been it's doing like little film. uh short films on Netflix lately. And I watched the thing about uh Latasha um uh, Harlins. I think that's the girl name that got murdered in the nineties by that fucking cashier at the corner store. Mm, I'm 
it's the girl that Tupac talked about back in the 90s. Uh, basically, I want to say it was like 91 or 92. Her grandmother sent her to the uh, store to buy an orange juice. And they say this particular Korean store owner, was this was not her first time drawing guns on, on a child. Uh, because she thought that they were stealing. The girl was not stealing. She went to go buy orange juice. And the, uh, the clerk shot and killed her. And, I, and she got off. I believe she got off. I don't think that she did like no jail time behind that baby being murdered. She was only like 14 or 15 years old. So, yeah. America's trash. Um, that's kind of the quick little rundown. I didn't want to talk about something else, but like, we already like 25 minutes deep. Did you want to talk about it real quick? Okay, so Donnie McClarkin, I did read this. I'll be reading shit and then forget about it. He's a gospel singer. Okay, so apparently, like, if you ever like two seen him talk, his mannerisms, you can tell he's homosexual. Oh, okay. Um, All these years, he's saying, like, he's experienced it in the past, I guess as well as women. But, like, before being saved, he, you know, I guess discovered he was gay, but he doesn't want to be gay anymore. So, he's, like, he recently made a statement that he know he's gonna die alone because he's trying to fight the urge to be with a man for god and i just feel like that's such a fucked up way to live because god created you in the way that you are so it's like if you enjoy sex with a man go fuck on you a man because at the end of the day you saying okay well i got bread at home or I don't know I'm just trying to think of just a small ass lie it's just as equal as you sleeping with another man right so it's like people pick and choose what stands that they want to like shun people for and it's fucked up oh my god I try to explain that at work so many times they really do and I'm not gonna get into what I do and what I don't do <laughs> but he was asking me about politics and government and stuff like that and just mm-hmm. the way I was raised I don't really get too much into it but he was like, I forgot what he said. And I'm like, ain't you sleeping with your unmarried girlfriend every single night? So don't be worried about <laughs> the sins I pick and choose. <laughs> That's what he was like. So you gonna pick and choose your sins? We all do. We all do. We all do. This is the thing. I ain't gonna say picking and choosing your sins. I feel like I don't pick and choose my necessary sins. Like, I sin. I'm a motherfucking sinner. It's just what it is. But I'm definitely... Unless you out here molesting on kids, that's the one thing in murdering. People. That's what I said. And as long as like, I'm not murdering people, and- I, I I judge people for the sins that they do that cause other people harm. If that makes any sense, like I'm not gonna get on nobody about lying. Unless you lying to me, I don't give a fuck. Go just go lie elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, motherfucking. If you gay, you gay. If you a liar, be a liar, but just don't be a liar with me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't judge nobody for their sins or I try not to. It ain't none of my business. That's so fucked up to me that, you know, he literally is living miserably to quote unquote please God. I just don't believe that that's like how this shit work. I mean, it's his choice and I can't really get into because that's just a deeper subject of God and homosexuality and all of that. But look, I'm sure you're doing something else that's <laughs> far worse than sleeping with a man. So I'm mean, just laundering money. No, right? <laughs> Lying to people, but probably 
And that's what a church, church will always got people believing uh, you, girl. thinking you X, Y, Z, and you not. So, like, if anybody has watched that Aretha Franklin special on Hulu, her daddy was a motherfucker. Did you watch that I shit? I watched it. Mm-hmm. Baby, when I, okay, so I watched it and then I, like, read up on him particularly because that man in that movie was, like, well, really his whole little clique. He was a pastor on Sundays, but throughout the week and on the weekends, he was like traveling on tour, singing gospel songs during the day and at night having orgies and sleeping with 12 year olds and being drunk all the time. He was like a pedophile and a drunk ass pastor. And so it's just like you have people like that telling you who and how to live your fucking life. Like, right. And the shit don't add up. wrong then. <laughs> It ain't, it don't, it don't add that up. man, be with that man. Dude, that be Dude, out here like the, the kettle calling the pot black. But, yeah, uh, we gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back with the topic of the day. Okay, y'all so we back or whatevs um i wanted to talk about this i guess it's an instagram post but it's just literally like a screenshot of a tweet and it says some of y'all are fighting demons or not fighting demons i'm sorry some of y'all are not fighting demons y'all are fighting the consequences of your choices and that statement i just I wanted to talk about it because when I agree with it like wholeheartedly, I feel like a lot of spiritual shit and like uh, psychological um, verbiage is becoming very trendy, like calling people narcissists, fucking I'm guilty. calling people narcissistic, and a lot of the times they're sociopaths. It's not necessarily narcissists. Um, what was the other one toxic i'm so sick of hearing the word toxic like if i want to hear that much i'm putting on Britney Spears. <laughs> period <laughs> um but then you also see like a lot of people talking about the demons that they fighting and all this that and the third it's like y'all give the devil too much credit just like plain and simple i feel like the statement that was the simplest easiest way to put it a lot of y'all do shit and put yourselves in fucked up positions and y'all do fucked up things and you quickly want to blame quote unquote these random ass demons or the devil when in all actuality it's the after effects of some shit that you've done to yourself low-key the devil probably just sitting back and be like i ain't gotta do shit no more like no no (laughs) okay so and that brings me to like this okay so ramadan starts this week right Mm -hmm. and it is said that during the month of Ramadan, like, we are protected against Satan and, like, evil jinn and de- demons and spirits and shit like that, right? So you literally get the chance, and I truly believe that, like, I literally, since I've become Muslim, have not had, which I've been Muslim since I was, like, 16 or 17. It's been a long ass time. I've literally never had, like, any weird experiences during Ramadan. Like, I really do be feeling, like, protected. You know what I'm saying? Like, on a spiritual level. But it just goes to show, like, humans really do, uh, 
they do shouldn't want to have somebody else to blame like accountability is really not a thing for us like you want to have you want to do something and have a reason to say like if you want to diet oh well such and such was eating this and it just looks so good and la da 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 so it's like you gonna blame them eating what the fuck they can can and you know want to eat instead of just saying like okay bitch I wanted some so I had some mm-hmm. it's like you know a little simple shit like that I don't know if you want to touch on it Brianna but yeah <laughs> it was just the same thing I'm saying I just feel like we fuck up so much shit for ourselves it definitely ain't gotta work that hard no more like he's really? not working that hard like once upon a time yeah but he ain't got to cause we also fucked up anyway <laughs> We fucked up. I mean, <laughs> it, that nigga it, probably it been on vacation for a couple of years. But yeah, just like you said, everything is not, it's not the devil. Like, I don't want to say, I don't know. I think it's just very stupid. Um, like you said, nobody has any type of accountability yes. for anything or responsibility for nothing. And it's easy to be like, even with, what's we talking about? The, uh... People do with the homosexuality. I'm sure it's oh, cause the devil, the devil. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure at this point. Well, I and I don't know, and I can't speak for the devil, but <laughs> can't speak for the right. Home. I'm assuming <laughs> he doesn't really give a shit about being blamed for it. He, I, not even that. I'm like <laughs> the devil probably not looking up. Like yeah, I, I need him to be fucking that man. Like yeah. I, I mean, maybe he could. I don't know. Maybe the devil is busy, but I don't think so. I don't think he's working that I hard. I do. Anymore. I feel like the devil. <laughs> busy but I feel like when it comes to certain things like if your son out here he won't stop fucking running the streets with uh, your home, his homeboy Smush I just watched this movie last night that was the dude name he won't stop running the streets with his homeboy Smush and selling drugs and fucking out all these different little girls and you know stealing money from you and you know you can't blame the devil those are his actions so if he get locked up you can't say oh the devil trying to fuck up the family or the devil trying to do x y and z no your son put himself in that position he's not fighting demons i mean i mean he could be but a lot of the time you have to recognize the demon is yourself the demon is you the same way to me how uh victim blaming how for years men be like oh um I'm cheating on my wife and I'm doing this because these girls out here tempting me and doing it. And it ain't got shit to do with the devil. You're just trash. Yeah, a woman could literally (laughs) come up to you and spread her ass cheeks and you would have to want to be with her in that sense for it to affect you. You're just trash. Because you mean to tell me, because if if that was all it took, you mean to tell me a nigga could walk up to you with some hard dick and just be like, hey nigga, run that shit. Yeah. No, you gonna put up a fight because that ain't what you want. Obviously you wanted it and you you did it. It ain't got nothing to do with no demons. It's you needed to take accountability for yourself. You're nasty and you're trash. <laughs> you're nasty. <laughs> Raven Simone, you're nasty. <laughs> oh, okay, so... I also wanted to talk about this quote. My cousin posted this in her story on Instagram. And I just kind of felt this. Um, I did talk about you a little bit on last week's episode. Um, just ba- uh, basically how, like, um, you say you live for other people. Like, that's yes. what keeps you going. It's like doing for others, helping other people. It gets it gets you going. Shout it out turns, to the cancers. Yeah, it's, it's problematic. <laughs> Let's move to a certain extent. 
So, um, I seen this quote and I related to it and I feel like a lot of women, especially black women, um, especially mommies, um, can relate to this. And it was just saying, why do women find, well, it's actually questions. It's not a quote, (laughs) but, uh, why do women find it honorable to dismiss ourselves? Why do we decide that denying our longing is the responsible thing to do? Why do we believe that what will thrill and fulfill us <laughs> will hurt our people? Why do we mistrust ourselves so completely? And those were pretty solid ass questions. Um, I remember having this conversation with my mom like back in August or whatever and she was just talking about how somebody was basically saying she is selfless but at the same time she needs to stop being I guess selfish and she didn't understand how she could be selfish and I explained to her how I could see her being selfish, which we're not going to get into because that's my mama business, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but she was like, well, how can I do that and be selfless? I was like, because you are a very giving person. And when it comes to, like, her kids and her grandkids, like, my mama going to give her last. Mm-hmm. My mama going to put her in a, herself in a position like, uh, here recently she got a car note coming up. And my nephew need some for his bedroom. She's like, oh, well, I pay my car note, you know, next paycheck and, you know, just get this. And my sister's like, no, nigga, like, that shit can wait. Like, girl, pay your car note. Like, what? Girl, that get it when I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she's just like, man, I fuck it. It's for my grandson. You know, stuff like that. Or like, um, you're a pet mom. And I know you still have to feed your babies. Like, I got to feed my baby. So, you know, it's been times where it's just like, I really ain't got no money, but like, I need groceries. Or... Sometimes she, you know, it get late, I be tired, she got to eat, but I'm staying up late trying to cook, and then I got to clean my house because I don't want my house dirty, or, you know, she got school, so I'm getting up early trying to do what I got to do, so she not in the way when she get on Zoom, so, and then you got to get her up, get her dressed, all this other shit, and just literally, you kind of like running yourself raggedy to make sure everybody else's day those smooth those are like the most simplest examples i could think of because i didn't want to like get too in depth in my life and other people's business but yeah i think and then i'll say with me too because i used to say the same sentence to myself um selfish not selfish because for a long time that's how i was and now i feel like these days i'm learning to be just a little bit more selfish but i don't I wouldn't say that. I just don't have really too many people to be selfless for. for so I'm mm-hmm. being able to take this time and, you know, do shit that I want to do. Um, but I, I also feel like there's a difference because there's one thing to wear yourself out trying to do good for others, but it doesn't necessarily do anything. It makes me my heart very full to do stuff mm-hmm. for other people. And that's why I said when so I... So y'all, y'all love language is like... Um, Access service. Access service. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And so, when I did my love language quiz, I you was got it. 
Again, I was uh, acts of service. I was zero percent for receiving gifts. Like for other people doing for me, mm-hmm. like thank you, but I would rather be the person Giving. doing for others, right? Because See, it's just, I, gotta, I feel like I get a good little balance to this sometimes. I'm not really too good at receiving, receiving. and taking stuff because I love doing for. It makes me feel fulfilled. And yeah, I'll be tired of my body, but my heart is. When I told you like last week, when I was doing uh, mm-hmm. by my friend, baby getting her stuff together. I was so excited mm-hmm. to give her her stuff and then my mama wanted these shoes and I just got my mama her shoes. Girl, and I she spent the whole day. Girl, and then I got the cats, like a new toy. I was so excited to put it up for that. I spent that whole day and I was like, just giving, giving, giving. And I yeah. felt so good by the end of the day. Yeah. And I see, okay, when you say it like that, it's like, yes, that's perfectly fine. But at some point, you I'm sure you've been here before because I've been here before it's like you don't mind giving obviously but you give so much to the point where like you are mentally drained or physically drained and you really not even in a position to give but you keep on giving and so at that point it's being um counterproductive because now you're trying to basically pour from an empty glass so this is where like I guess your lack of self-love and self-care comes into place. It really depends. Uh, and then, yeah, like you said, there are days like where I'm tired and I feel like I have nothing to give. But I think because I give so much and I don't ask for nothing back from nobody, I don't ask for shit back, but to just treat me decently. Yeah, like a human. And there was a point that where there was somebody who wasn't. I'm like, giving, giving, giving. And I, yes, I would. that's when my anxiety and everything else was bad because I give all this stuff and you couldn't even just treat me with the slightest bit of decency. And that's yeah. all I wanted. So, the people who I give to now, they, they get right. And it's not even really giving Or just back. show appreciation. Yeah. That's, and yeah. And it's, and girl, I got my own sushi and they say nothing but thank you and you know, that's fine that's good there's right nothing else but you know she didn't turn around and do some shady shit you know <laughs> the next day and i'm like damn like <laughs> the baby yeah. didn't turn around and you know fuck you bitch well low-key i mean <laughs> she threw her hands in toilet water and then i had to go snatch her from running away <laughs> right but you know i yeah. just was like you know people who can you know treat you and that's all i ask for at the end of the day if you see somebody who's giving all of giving you everything they got their last go out of the way to do this xyz and the third for you and don't ask for nothing in return and ask you don't got don't take me on fancy days i don't need to vacate i don't need all of this just be decent yeah be a be decent don't be trash to people person give that all for you yes men <laughs> Niggas in particular. <laughs> so um that just kind of leads into like my next topic of I guess self-love and body positivity. So I told y'all last week that I started my YouTube. Um I have not been promoted on like say, none of my social media platforms <laughs> because I feel like if you want to go see it, you can do this shit up. <laughs> But I'm not ready yet, y'all. I'm not ready to, like, promote it. I don't know what it is. Um, But I was just talking about, like, last week on my YouTube. I talked about self-care on here as well. But I feel like I got a little more in-depth on YouTube. Just basically talking about how starting at an early age, people, like, kind of condition you to not love yourself as much as you should. And I was just talking about how, like, as a kid... 
um, one, I was confused about my race because I was the only light-skinned person in my family, like, up until, I don't know, my little cousin was born. Uh, and he's, like, a few years younger than me, maybe five or six. So they call me white girl. <laughs> so I thought I was white for, like, the longest time until probably the second grade. And they was like, uh, Ms. Bowers, we need you at the school. Some ain't right. So <laughs> they had a parent-teacher conference because we got ready for math testing, girl. I would kill any of y'all if y'all laugh at this. But just joking. Uh, yeah, just in case the feds listening. <laughs> yeah, no. So um, we got ready. This is my first time map testing that mm. I can think of. Oh, I can't feel it. I know this. And they were asking about my race, and I put white. <laughs> <laughs> I put white. I didn't know. I didn't know. So, like, we didn't really, you know, niggas just be out here living. They don't be all talking about race like that. Like, white motherfucker this or black motherfucker that or you know or if they did you know i'm fucking six so six seven this shit going over my head i ain't thinking about it um but yeah so my teacher saying that i put white on my map my map uh little bubble and she like no baby erase that she was like what color are you and i was like white i remember this like to this day <laughs> looking up at her just going white she's like no baby you black <laughs> Circle this, circle this, right? Was black she was. And she was like, that was one of my favorite teachers to this day. She was an AKA. It took me to get grown to realize that she was an AKA. I just remember she was always really clean. She was heavy set, but she wore like these little kitten heels every day. She always had on pantyhose. Her hair, she wore pearls a lot. Her hair was always in a French bun. She was always clean to the motherfucking tee. And... I, I, I remember she had like you know they look aka bullshit around her desk and it was just not a lot but it was just like you know little plaques here little pictures there and all of the other bullshit and I was like I grew up like that's why she was so neat and like well put together she was like aka I'm not a sorority girl y'all but I just I do admire the way that they keep themselves together moving forward yeah so they ended up having a parent teacher conference and she was living with my mother i'm assuming she went to an hbcu because <laughs> she was not for the bullshit and my mom was like well i don't really you know preach color in my house like i just didn't want to raise my kids that way um blah 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 but you know fast forward 30 years later and i'm hella pro-black and the lightest one in my family and probably pro-black more than the rest of these motherfuckers Never think. I mean, people call me white, but I never thought of myself as white. And even when I used to, my whole story is when yeah. I used to draw our family. You know, my sister, my daddy be brown, my mama be girl something between a brown and a. Even though my me and my mom probably the same color, but I was like, I could draw myself yellow or peach is what I used to call it. <laughs> I always would grab the peach crayon. <laughs> But see, this is the thing. Like, like my mama said, she didn't teach us like colors, so I didn't. Nothing in my head said that like black. Like, if you ask my baby, what color are you? Mm-hmm. Like, she used to say, "I'm brown." Mm-hmm. Like, cause kids are hella literal, and I think right. it was just like and them calling me white, and I'm like, "Well, my skin is white," and I was shit yellower then than what I am <laughs> now. So I was like, "Well, shit, fuck it. I guess I'm white." You know, what much? It was, that was the seven year old way of thinking. I never felt that bubble in. Well, I did. It is what it is. God damn it. But yeah, I used to get made of like made fun of about my teeth being big. Um, I had big ass teeth. I grew into them. Obviously, they've been this size since I was little. Forget ass teeth. And I can't 
can't even bring up. It's trauma. I won't. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we're we're getting oh, into terrible. the body positivity. So if you need to let it out, it's a little therapeutic once you get it Shout off your out chest. To the parents who get braces for their kids because. But they they are just starting to say that it's a waste of money though. Because their teeth can still shift. Mm-hmm. And most of the times, kids that have braces as young children and as, as, as adolescents end up getting them again as adults because they don't take care of them after getting them removed. But would you rather let them get it later or have them be made fun of all through Well, it's cheaper these days because you got shit like Invisalign and, and Happy Smile and Smile Correct and shit that, that's Invisalign and you have it on for eight months and mm-hmm. yeah, about shit by the time you look up your teeth straight so it's, it's gonna hit a little different for like these kids but um because you gotta remember we came in at a time where like the fucking headsets was just stopping to be a thing you know? and I don't know what that is. I, my cousin had a headset she had a headset <gasps> I always wanted like okay y'all I thought braces was like a fad when I was a kid and I wanted them so bad my teeth you look like now they're not crooked. Mm-hmm. I always wanted my teeth never been crooked. I always wanted braces. Yeah, I thought it was a thing. I'm like, oh, she got braces. Like how niggas wear grills. And I <laughs> I thought they was like a fad and I wanted some real bad. I mean my parents they kind of played me and I had to wait a little later in life. I think I got mine. Literally, he told me he came in the basement. You had braces? Yeah, I got mine like a week before I started my freshman year of high school. And he was like, You're getting braces next week. I was like, Middle school. My sister got them when she was in sixth grade elementary school. But so. it makes sense though because you just now like uh Girl, my teeth was but I'm saying in the sixth grade. But you know your teeth your baby teeth are still in your mouth. Some people don't finish getting all of their adult teeth until like fucking high school. I didn't. I had to have uh four of my baby teeth pulled. Pulled. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well. So okay. it would have been a waste of money. And then those four adult teeth uh-huh. Those same four adult teeth, I had to get pulled because I had overcrowding. Uh-huh. So I had to get my baby teeth pulled out, then turn around and get the adult same adult teeth pulled out because I had too many. Again, this is a sensitive subject. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy you reiterated that because I was about to say some real mean. A sensitive subject. It's okay. Yeah. I've seen some pretty fucked up teeth in my day, and I don't remember your teeth being bad. But I guess we met at what, sophomore year? Yeah, and I had had braces at that point. I had them all the way up until my senior year. I finally got them taken off. Did you have braces? I don't remember you having braces in high school, Brianna. Thank you you gonna make me go back and like look don't at pictures? Don't go back. Don't go back. <laughs> and look, nah, y'all. Let me tell you how shady this bitch is. She found a flash drive with like hella pictures and videos of us from high school. And this bitch put in the worst pictures of us. <laughs> the worst little snippets. But who pictures looked good? Oh, bitch. Bree was on her A game high school. Because I had just got my braces taken off. Is that what I'm like, this bitch caught us looking bad. I don't think it's like this. But she just shared it amongst friends. So Thank it was you. good. Right. I didn't set everybody out. <laughs> I will cherish it forever. I delete most pictures. Any picture I find of me before 2013. Why? I take it off. Don't tag me. Don't, don't put me in it. You're going to make me go through no. like some old uh, film and go get this shit developed or something. Girl. But yeah, anyways, just getting back on subject. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I was getting into basically how niggas will fuck your head up earlier in life about how you look, how you build, 
Um, I did just, I'm trying to reiterate and tie it in for y'all. Uh, I did talk briefly about how, like, since I hit puberty, like, when you a kid, I don't think I was ever, like, skinny for real. Like, I've seen pictures of me, like, seven and eight, and just, like, duh, you was skinny then. But, like, around puberty time, my shape has always been my shape. Really? You always had hips? I've always had hips. <laughs> I can show you pictures at 13 and you be like when they pulled you out the canal like well no I'm saying like, around puberty like I've always had like a shape mm -hmm. so yeah I've had like little side ass comments from my auntie uh she straight told me I would never forget this we was living at my grandma's house my room was in the basement and I can't think of what I was doing. It was the summertime, and she was just like, girl, you got a bomb shape, and if you want to keep it, you're going to have to slow down with X, Y, and Z, because by the time you my age, you're going to look a hot-ass mess. Well, girl, I am your age now, and I don't look a hot-ass mess. <laughs> I don't look the way I want to. Right. But yet it's still like a bitch is, I'm stacked, you know? So not only that, like years later, we were in high school. I do remember we were in, like, high school and the same auntie's baby daddy my uncle my natural born uncle she my uncle his baby mama like being his baby mama but like this is my my mama's brother was just like um you know you're only pretty because you light-skinned girl <laughs> and i'm just like thinking to myself like nigga i look like your sister so like if i was dark i would look like just like your sister so it was just like it's either you was hating or you was hating. I don't know no else to put in. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like what you say today. Yeah, well I was like, like, what do you want me to say today? At the end of the day, niggas are still in my face. Um, I look better than any bitch you've ever messed with. Okay. Baby mamas included. Uh <laughs> you know, I don't know what what to say behind that. But um yeah, that's just type, the type of shit that you endure. And then you have, like, people that talk bad about your body. And then you have people that, like, harass you. And I can think of two instances where, like, I was underage and, like, niggas was on some pedophile shit, like, trying to talk to me in the street. So, um, I struggle with my shape because of that. Like, I don't, it irritates me to get attention about my body. Like, that drives me fucking nuts. Like that will if I'm talking to a dude and he keeps speaking on my body, like I will stop talking to you. Well, that's just annoying in general. I, yeah, I understand men want to make women feel good, but there's a thing that's over complimenting. Like nobody just wants to keep hearing, "Oh, that was oh, you so sexy, you just so beautiful, you just so pretty, you just so well, no, okay." Okay. How many <laughs> times can I say thank you? Like, yeah. And then if we don't keep saying. They blame women for everything. everything. Yes. If we don't keep saying thank you for it, then or keep acknowledging, right, then all of a sudden we bitches and cunts, and it's just like, yeah, or like this dude that keep popping in my inbox, smiling. Well, I can't even say dude. It's actually multiples of them. Uh, two in particular keep popping in my inbox, liking all of my pics, and it's just like I don't know how many times I can say thank you. Um, I don't really even want to have a conversation with you because the way you started out this shit was like creepy as fuck. So I'm just gonna either 
you know, not interact with you or make the interactions like minimal? I don't. I don't even open up any type of DM or inboxes because, and a lot of times what happens is just like every single picture because they just want to be seen. And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. I see you. That's how it happens. Like, <laughs> I would literally open my Instagram and it's literally like anywhere from 12 to fucking 20, like, notifications yeah Yeah. from the same person and it's like okay this is getting ridiculous but um i just wanted to get into like how do you show love to yourself like physically like on a physical level no masturbation like i was just (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) i'm gonna rail yourself outside of masturbation well, me, as we know, I shop often too much. It's uh-huh. probably an addiction in a bad way. But um, I also feel like it is a form of loving myself. Um, what I started doing, I never used to be the type of person to get my nails and stuff done uh-huh. until last year, my birthday is when I. So this would be almost a full year of me getting my nails and stuff done because I, I just never did, did it. it yeah. um, and then my ex who I was with who always be like, well, when you was with me, you never got your shit done. Because it's not for it's you. Yeah. I'm doing it's this right for me because it makes me feel good. I, didn't, I don't need to turn around and... Right. And I'm proud that I did, I wasn't doing that shit for when him. I was because, yeah, I don't want the stuff that I do to be for anybody else. It shouldn't yeah. be, you know, the cause. So it's a, a little things that I'm starting to get into, but when I shop way too much. So if anybody wants to sponsor... <laughs> My shopaholics. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking donations, but um, other than that, I I never was big because I don't do a lot of stuff for myself. So uh-huh. I feel like turning dirty. I'm trying to do more stuff for myself. Um, but it doesn't make you know. I would rather do shit for other people. So that kind of just ties into the. So I'm just kind of learning how to do small stuff to make me feel good. Um, working out at the gym. Uh-huh. didn't start as doing something to make me feel good. I mean, literally, I don't know anybody. Well, I see people online who fully enjoy working out. I was doing I it for vanity <laughs> when I started. Uh-huh. And now, I guess it's really, I do it well, for I mean, at some point in time in, in life, maybe in another 10 years, I will find an app. I will get one. I'm I feel like it's going to come way sooner than later. I'm busting my ass. I feel like before summer you'll have them. You may already have them and just still got just like a little fat on top. But <laughs> even knowing that I may never get abs, I'm still in there and I'm still hitting either 70, 80 minutes per workout, five minutes. Are you satisfied like abs aside with like the way that you look? <sighs> no. What? Nope. What? all suffer with like a touch of body dysmorphia where we see ourselves one way yeah big time other people say and Lynn was telling me that yesterday or was it whenever day y'all was over here before you Friday. and Toya got here she's like friend I think you got body dysmorphia you don't look how you think you look and I'm like girl I did with this big bitch this bitch <laughs> got a on a daily baby like I, I don't know what you talking about like it's shit that like people compliment me on and I'm just like girl shut the fuck up cause I'm trying to get rid of this shit and your friends will hype you up and it's not to like say nothing bad about but, people yeah. loving your body and support you and like wanting you to be happy with you because they happy with you but like also like I do know that we all have to be comfortable and happy with ourselves which is like why I kind of stay on the fence about uh, shit like 
plastic surgery because it's like I've considered it at one point in my life and then it's like I kind of grew to love the thing that I wanted to you know to change so I mean I'm definitely getting plastic surgery but it's only because <laughs> gravity will find us all you can't run, you can't run from, from gravity me. and so yeah my boobs they've been fine for the past how long did it take me to, look we'll just say 10 years 10 years um but you know and they're fine now but after you had, I dropped them kids if when look I think it just depends on your body because I've seen women who have had kids like I got nice titties mm. Like, even with no bra on, I'd be like, these some good-ass titties. Like, I lucked up. But I do fear that, like, next baby, I won't be so sick. <laughs> I won't be so lucky. But I've never looked at my chest and was like, oh, I just love them. Like, I've always Oh, no, I been, love my titties. Yeah, I've been like, making tweaks since I was, like, 12 or 13. So, uh-huh. I'm just only ha- courtesy of waiting to have the kids. So, you know, if I do uh-huh. breastfeed or who, whatever, think whatever. My, but they gonna get done. I don't think my cup size changed. They may have. I don't know. But I've always loved my titties. I always felt like, oh, I got, like, the perfect size boobs. I got the perfect areolas. Like, (laughs) and I got confirmation. The first time I got my nipples pierced, talk about sexual harassment. That man was a fucking creep. I went with me um, and two of my cousins, and I laid on the table, and he's like, yeah, you go ahead, you know, take your bra, take it, uh, you show your bra off, whatever. Girl, I laid there, and he was just like, ooh, you got the perfect tits. And, like, girl, the way he touched me, I was just like, God, please let this carry up and be over. Because, like, he's enjoying this far more Too outside much. of his job. Like, yeah. And that's also something that I just want to do uh, for me. It's never been, like, I ain't never had no man say, like, You oh, want your boobs pierced? No. I oh. my seizure boob job. I ain't never had no man say, like, <laughs> I've never had any complaints are nothing against my I'm just yeah. critiquing myself Yourself. and it's always the one thing that I'm like kind of a little you fine you want my body so I rock with you and it is what it is but <laughs> believe <laughs> when the time comes uh-huh. I'm be out here <laughs> this is the thing like a lot of people love my hips I don't hate my hips or dislike them I feel like my problem is more so like my thighs mm-hmm. like girl it why why and then my baby like it's it's kind of hard because i'll be like mom you're so you're so cushy you're so comfortable and it's like i don't want to be described as comfortable but niggas literally will lay on my lap and just be like oh yeah this is it this is the spot and amanda less is more but god said no more is more (laughs) my sister straight grabbed my i don't know if it's my thighs or my butt she was like hey you mad soft like Mm. I see why, like, babies and, like, whoever love, like, you dating, you soft. Like, you yeah. comfortable, nigga. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to be comfortable. <laughs> I want this shit gone. So, like. I want rock solid abs. And, like, I know. Be like, asking for I don't even like that. Like, women shouldn't have. Like, I don't want my girl. Women have, have, like, stomach to be hard. I'm not doing it for, for you. you. No. Sir, like, I've, I've seen bodybuilder women mm-hmm. that, like. Yes, they lift weights. They have, like, muscles. When they flex, they're cut. Mm-hmm. But, like, outside of them posing for their pictures and shit, their bodies look soft and very mm-hmm. feminine. Like, you can have muscles and abs and look good as fuck and still be feminine. 
And I think so. That's another thing that I'm doing, even with like with my workout. And I hate when people are like, oh, why do you work out so much? Like you already skinny or this, that, or whatever. And I don't like to complain about too many. I don't like to complain too much because I know I'm not. You know, I don't really have like the same problems you have, where it's like buying clothes and doing yeah. all this and X, Y, and third. But I've, I've going based off that term skinny, which like I'll use quotation because I don't consider myself skinny. Um, I don't want to look skinny. I want to look strong. I find yeah. strong bodies to be attractive. It's the body. Yeah. It's. I mean, not even that. I just find strong bodies to be attractive. Or maybe like. Why would you want to look like that? Now, granted, I'm not trying to, you know, come out here looking like a Hulk. Like, oh, like old old girl that squished motherfucking watermelons with her thighs. Yeah, yeah she, like none of, sheesh. none of that. <laughs> but I still like I like strong. I like I want to work on my triceps and get you know the line and I want the cuts. And like I, I feel like body goals for you might be Angela Bassett to be 50 and yes, less. or she's 60. She's 60 now. Girl, she look good when she was 12. I'll take her. Yeah, she <laughs> looks good. Her. Like. Yeah. She's yes, just it's really, not about uh, being skinny. Goals. I want to look strong. Yeah, that's what I find. Now, even and I'll say like my body's not built like Serena Williams. So like she's like a more bulky type of strong. Like I don't want to. I feel like it depends on how they type. take pictures of her. How they how she's photographed because I recently seen a picture of her and her daughter and like she's strong but she don't look like as bulky and masculine as like how they portray her in some photos. And I think it's because mm-hmm. she's an athlete. I think she's bulky, but I don't think she's bulky because she works out so much. And this sort of, she, that's just her body type. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if she wasn't, out, she, she, I mean, she would be built like this if she right. wasn't. She yeah. ain't never going to be a size two because it's not meant for her body to be that way. She added muscle onto what she has. And that's basically all I'm trying to do. I mean, I'm trying to lose a little bit of fat too, just so I can shine. But besides that, I'm just trying to give me some muscle. But yeah, so I'm just getting into a space of like appreciate my body more, and I feel like that's the reason why it's been so hard for me to lose weight because I'm looking at my body and more so disgust mm-hmm. versus like. And I do that, and I work out five times a week, and I, I still wake up, and I'm just like. Ugh. Yeah, but let's get up and do it. Because yeah. I mean, push come to shove, I always tell myself, "Well, I mean, you're not making it worse by yeah. working out." So yeah, choose your heart. I talked about that a while ago. But then it's like I'm in this space because if you read that little sign over there, I live by that, <laughs> and I just so happen to find a side that says that. And it's like I really do believe, like when you are grateful for what you have, God will give you more of mm-hmm. what you want. So it's like people compliment me so much and know I'm not as comfortable with my body as other people are. Like it's a problem when other motherfuckers are more comfortable with you than you are. So I'm just trying to get in a space where I'm comfortable with my body. So the things that I do want to change, I will be able to change effortlessly. Like I know I'm out of shape because I don't work out because for a while I did not have the time to work out. I don't eat right because for a while, like shit, I don't have the time to cook. Eat right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like intentional. It's like when you eating healthy like that, eight months that I was vegan, nigga, it's hard as fuck like doing the right thing when like if you trying to eat right, you're gonna have to make time to cook. You're gonna have to make time to like prep and all of that other bullshit. And it's it's too just... easy to 
throw meals together that are unhealthy. Eating right also, and I learned this in this a big part last year, is just eating for your body type. And I had to learn about my body type and more, more so what I need to do. And how do you low carb. How do you do that? Like YouTube. I went to YouTube University and they broke it down for me. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube University. I'm not they had three different body types, and I always say yours is. I, and I, can't even get the correct terms guys we'll look it up when we done right <laughs> but yeah and my main thing because i was trying to do what everybody else was like trying to get more protein i wouldn't eat enough protein but uh -huh. protein made me so bloated and i wasn't really seeing results so when yeah. i read it and they were like you need to go for a more low carb diet yeah mid protein um high fat and granted i don't you know I still don't have these abs, but I feel the difference yeah. from going low carb, and it's been actually easier for me. And I'm not no carb, and I don't stress myself out about if, if I you do eat. Do yeah. because mostly during the week I am low carb. It's you know it's what I do. So and carbs are good for you. It just depends, I was gonna, but, I'm like I'm gonna adopt Brianna's method of eating right during the week and not necessarily intentionally fucking up on right. the weekends, but like if I have you something, know. it's okay. Because I feel like that's where I've never been this type of person. I ain't gonna say never, but mm -hmm. it's been a long time since I've like quote unquote dieted and I'm eating a certain type of way and I'm like sneaking fucking cheats for myself. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. And it sounds so cliche, but yeah. a lot of the stuff that I learned from working out, um, you have to cut yourself some slack. Yeah. Um, and I stress myself about if y'all lived in my brain. But anyway, you have to cut yourself some slack. And I ate Chick-fil-A. I ate, I ain't ate shit since Friday. Since <laughs> of this week. But then I ate yesterday. But I was like, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And it is okay. This is not something that I do every day. It's not right. something I'm going to do every day. And it doesn't mean I need to go in the gym and work for two hours the next day. Because I ate, you know, oh that. God. Like, you have to cut yourself some slack yeah and it's hard because i do i'll be fighting with myself and most days i don't even want to go to the gym but i know if i don't i'll be fighting with myself later saying you could have got up and did it so i just yeah. like to get up and go to avoid that argument with myself i got nobody to argue with so i argue with myself a well lot, i got so. somebody to argue with and i still argue with myself because there's days where i'm just like i get up and i'm like okay i sh i should have time to work out and then like you know i'm a little adhd and i get distracted and i start doing something different then the next thing you know it's the afternoon she's up and you know i'm catering to her every need and trying to do whatever i have to do as far as my little personal endeavors so it's just like and then i'm like oh you fucking fat lord why did you not fucking like i talk crazy to myself you but it's have to be kind but at the same time you also have to be accountable so i also try to forgive myself when i you know do wrong and eat a donut or whatever but i also have to uh, remind myself that the way i want to look at how i want my body to be mm -hmm. ain't nobody stopping me but me yeah and so i have to tell myself look bitch <laughs> nobody else gonna wake up at six o'clock and go to the gym for you yeah so if that's what you want to do that's what you got to do so you have to be accountable for yourself but also cut yourself some slack and but you want to hear so a screwed up story about i'm scared my or why 
growing up, and I think everybody always has a story for why they think of themselves the way they do or why they treat themselves the way they do. Yeah. But growing up, my mom was always on a diet. My mom been on a diet my whole life. So it's a lifestyle. She stopped diet. giving us, yeah. Um, we stopped, we, as kids, she didn't give us white bread. Um, if we got Pop-Tarts, we got the ones that had no frosting. Like, plain, like, hey, just... Hey, I'm fired. I don't fuck nobody say. <laughs> as an adult, I would still pick them. I'm gonna put that motherfucker in the toast and grab me a little cup of milk, bitch. It's it. Like, like, you know, and it wasn't... It's not like she was doing anything wrong. Just, like, little stuff because my sister... Uh-huh was an overweight child. My sister always had, uh, and I wouldn't even say she was overweight. I, she was, I don't really think she was overweight, but she was a little bit chunky. Uh-huh. And I was always very, very skinny. And my dad used to make fun of my sister. He used to call her fatty, fatty, fat, fat. And yes, it was a family, I know, it's a family joke, but it is also something that stuck with me as a child who used to get, like, made fun of and stuff in school. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing was like, well, I don't want my dad to make fun of me for being fat. Yes. So it's always kind of been drilled into my mindset about the way I eat and, you know, and, and it's fucked up because it, it does. That's what causes eating disorders and stuff like yeah. that because you keep stressing out. And I was like, I don't want my dad to make fun of me. Um... And then plus, you know, and then my mama stay on a diet 24-7. So it's just really the stuff you see and the stuff that you're around. And yeah, he did it as a joke, but you never know. Like, how stuff like that affect affects your kids. And heaven forbid, knowing how it affected my sister. Yeah. Because now she's really good she, she about working out. And she's lost weight and then she's put weight back on. And she works her hard and she loses weight and she's gone vegan. She's done all the things. But I would wonder if she would just be more settled with herself had she not, not experienced that yeah went yes. through that so man Girl, no and i was gonna say like a lot of the time niggas irritate me because i really feel like one y'all be so hard on women and then wonder why we so hard on y'all about the little thing the little things that y'all have to do is because one y'all so particular about our bodies and it's like one our bodies are made to hold fat because we give life. Yes. And we have to be able to sustain that life until it is out of our Nothing body. pisses me off more than seeing <laughs> a man while I have been in the gym already for 45 minutes. And all I gotta do is Come like, in and pump their arms and do a little ab session and be gone in 10 minutes. Meanwhile, I've been in here and already cut to the T. Meanwhile, girl. I've been in this bitch slaving. Girl. <laughs> My homeboy just recently lost like a lot of weight. And I don't know if it's because he's doing right or if it's because, like, stress or depression or some shit. And he was like, I can't, like, you know, I can tell you what to do. And I'm just like, well, why are you a nigga? So, like, what works for you is not going to work for me. Clearly. I'm a brick house inside a warehouse, bitch. Like, I'm, like, it's not going to go nowhere no fast. Like, like, fast. And, like, what's wild is I don't think I eat a lot. I do, I will say I do snack a lot. And it's only because, like, I'm always on the go. Again, like going back to that first part of the topic, me always doing for other people or running around for myself, whatever be the case. But I don't eat a lot. Like even when I eat, I'll probably eat like a plate and be fucking done. And then later on grab a snack. But it wasn't until like last year or the, yeah, last year I lost like 40 pounds dieting with a personal online, like with the pandemic, when everybody else was gaining weight, I was losing weight. I lost 40 pounds. And during that time, I was eating six meals a day. I was eating 
hella protein like to the point where like eventually i got sick from eating it like i don't know it wasn't really healthy but i kind of got burnt out on it because like you can only eat like that for so long you know what i'm saying especially when it's not what you used to and just not how your system is set up or like what you crave if that makes any sense um yeah the only main meal that I really fucks with and I'm, is breakfast because I love really? breakfast food. Yes, I just, I love breakfast food. So, usually breakfast is like my main meal and everything else people probably would not consider meals to me. It's a meal to me, but uh, most people are like, that's not a meal. That's, you know, that's a snack like you're not eating. But I've always been that way and I'm, yeah. I can't change what I like. So, I prefer, I guess, a series of snacks. I eat the same thing throughout the week. What could you spare? Like, what, what are you eating? Um, for breakfast, it depends. I either do look these low carb French toast sticks that I've prepared and I freeze them and then I just pop them in the air fryer. Um, and I always have a protein, usually the turkey bacon or uh, sausage. And it's either that or these keto waffles. Keto waffles, I'm obsessed with that I buy from the grocery store. I think those Birch House, the same people they make the the the. It's mix. like that bear shit. Yeah, it's the same people they make a, a a mix, but it's not good when you do it yourself. I, but their frozen waffles is delicious. Um, I do a iced coffee, low carb. I switched out my sugars. I don't really use white, whole grain, you know, the whole girl white sugars no more. I switched to like plant-based substitutes. Have you tried the coconut sugar? No, because I don't like anything to do with coconut. It don't taste like coconut. I'll let you try some before you leave. It's, it's really good. Um, I usually use either like Etruvia or Ethrotol or um, Ethrotol monkey fruit. Ethrotol, I've had monkey fruit, but the Ethrotol tastes just like regular sugar. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed. The shit is expensive, but I like it. So I switched to using that, and I do an iced coffee since it's warm outside. And then when I go to work, I prepare a bowl of berries every single day. It is cut up strawberries and then blackberries, raspberries, blueberries, which you don't get burnt out. I'm not saying like uh, the berries, but just like your your routine of snacks in general. Not as of yet. And I've been doing this probably since almost December. Uh-huh. Meat and cheese stick, protein, one gram of carbs, essential, pork cracklings, no carbs. Ew, friend. I know. I don't crave potato chips anymore, though. Uh, but I will say, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I ain't ate pork in life ever, but I just right. still love skin. You know they have chicken ones? I know they have chicken ones, but they way more greasier than pork crackers, and they're smaller. Like, you can literally, sometimes, you bite into it, and grease will come out, like, yeah. I don't like pork rinds, but I like the cracklings. They're smaller, they're crispier, and I get the spicy kind. So So maybe it's pork rinds that I liked. They was the big puffy ones? Yeah, I don't like those. Love those when I used to eat pork. Now, I, okay, when we, when I was eating pork, I didn't like a lot of pork products. I, don't, I didn't like pork steaks. I didn't like pork chops. I did not like uh, pepperoni. I did not like a lot of this shit. The only thing that was hard for me to stop eating was pork rinds and bacon. And like it, would, it got to the point where like I like could not smell pork and like my stomach not hurt. Like I used to want to throw up when See, I smelled I it. Give up bacon. I love turkey bacon. I love turkey bacon. I love beef bacon because it tastes like pork bacon, but it's really thick and meaty. Mm, it's delish. I like a beef rib over pork ribs. Oh yeah, beef ribs fire. Oh. Turkey ribs is good too. You nah, see so you you ain't had them cook right. I ain't got on the turkey. Turkey rib, rib train. train. Yeah, we gonna have to get you there. But um, 
yeah so that's just pretty much the episode y'all i just really wanted to touch on like body positivity and like learning to love yourself for like what the fuck you look like and i know that shit sound cliche and it is a little bit but like that's like where i am in my journey right now is really like loving myself because people parade and show up and show out for this little pudgy little bitch and i just be like look we was watching a video today uh my friend showed me instagram video this girl overweight but you know what she was getting it and i always tell people and i was uh, just try to dress for your body type but i always say if you this your body and you have no intentions on changing it or you know working to do anything Uh wear what you want to because you only got one life so yeah if you're not gonna do anything to face it don't want nobody shame you into not wearing it girl do you yeah Uh, but other than that, yeah. People speed you and compliment you, but we all got our own personal struggles that I deal with. People tell me every day I'm skinny. Like I say, I don't I never I don't really consider myself to be skinny. What is skinny to you? Uh like somebody that's like thin thin. Like real petite, small, like no she no curves. Petite, I think of short and skinny. Short and yeah. Skinny. So not as but yeah, just like size two, size zero, like just you're just lanky. Is that a good word? So what do you consider yourself? I don't consider Cause I don't I wouldn't want to call you because like I ain't gonna lie, I would call you skinny. You're not like super like damn greedy to meal like somebody else. I was now a couple of years ago when I dropped down and I was like 125 and I looked back on pictures and like I was skinny. But at the time I wouldn't have said I was skinny. <laughs> I was like, I'm not skinny. Um, I don't know. And I guess it goes into body dysmorphia. Um I don't know, I just consider myself to be regular because I know I can put weight on and I know I can can take weight off. You in a good space, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't think I'm I'm over here like, damn, like, God, just take this 90 off me real quick. (laughs) And I still want to lose 10. My goal is to still lose 10 pounds. Uh, Really? uh, A fat and build up. I mean, but that's... I want to get more lean. Uh, I really feel like that's only like five pounds. Girl, I think this thing... This thing. This thing I've been living with. Super dupe. Right. <laughs> she ain't gonna get me. A girl. I'm gonna get her nah, before she gets me. It gets a little different when it gets to like this size. I tell and her it's a matter about the size of the roll. If you got a roll, it's a roll. The size of the roll don't the matter. The size of the roll do matter. Because I'd be damned <laughs> if I go out to dinner and I ask for some dinner rolls and you bring me a little skimpy little nugget of bread, bitch. I just said nugget. Bring me a roll. <laughs> the size of the roll do matter. So whether on your plate or on your body, like this looks like a tire. That looks like you got gas. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like you can fart two times and it's gone. But I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they ain't she's here. Out. She's a part of me, but not forever. Cause and see, and then like this made me sad too, cause I got this tattoo. This is my first tattoo, and I never thought it would be on a roll. And you can't even see it unless I'm leaned over. For the fucking lord, that was my first tattoo. But it's all good, cause what's gonna happen is I'm gonna get get down this Ramadan. And my sister's like, you know, typically during Ramadan when it's time to eat, nigga, they got the chicken, they got the salad, they got the rice. Like we fucked it up when that sun go down, bitch. I'm <laughs> we fuck it up when the sun go down. But this year I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take advantage of this. I've never like dieted before, mm-hmm. but this year, bitch, if it ain't salad, 
or like fish and chicken See, that's like and not fried. I don't care how I'm burnt out on this. <laughs> I'm burnt out on this. <laughs> hoes, hoes, gut and shake it. <laughs> Give them a visual. Yeah, like I'm burnt out on it, and I feel like I can get up in the morning and drink my skinny bitch drink and eat me a bowl of like overnight oats and two boiled eggs and a piece of bacon and that'll get me through the day like what you making that face for you don't like boiled egg oh it's so good <laughs> you well you was around me when i was pregnant but y'all wasn't around me like that while i was pregnant because i was like in the basement soaking in my sorrows but like when i was pregnant with zara I loved boiled eggs with cayenne pepper. And to this day, like, I don't even like regular black pepper on my eggs. Give me some cayenne pepper and a schmidge bit of salt. Nigga. <laughs> it's a wrap. The size of the roll don't matter. The What's size the of the point of wearing? I'm starting to get my little... Say. I got little muffins around my knees. I never thought this was going to be me. Like, you have no idea. I can tell y'all all the things that's wrong with me. But we all going to get there. Really, in some form or fashion. What, like my size? Well, or like extra size, but things will fall. Things will. I've had a Spider Man, girl. I just I've discovered had a I had one for years on the back of my knee, and I always was like, me, I'm getting this laser. Uh -huh. It's always the ones where y'all be like, you don't need light bulb, but maybe if I get this little roll light bulb out, because what's the point of saying I can wear a small if I don't look good in it? You being like self-conscious okay it's for anybody yeah, yeah you can be small but it don't you know just because you're small don't mean it always looks good but that's just then you have to go back to the dressing for your body type true that because just because you're small what kind of small because i know people that's the same size as me that's bigger than me but they smaller than me if that mm -hmm. makes any sense i'm five seven so i'm just gonna be a little transparent with y'all like at my heaviest, I was 282. I am like I lost the 40 pounds and then I gained most of that shit back. Right now I'm at 275 the last time I weighed myself. So like this is the heaviest I ever been. But I know people that's like when they 270s and they way bigger than me, but they short. So it's like they definitely look like they could be on fix my 600 pound life. Not release my numbers. See, I don't mind releasing my numbers because guess what? By June, they're not gonna be my numbers. <laughs> they're not gonna you be my numbers. Remember that the, the number on the scale also is does not matter. It matters a little bit. <laughs> when that I'm number when that number will tell time. you what your body mass is, that shit matters. I was obsessed with the scale when I was in high school. Uh -huh. So as an adult, I would not buy one. I didn't get one until probably I was like twenty. I've only had that scale a year now. Yeah. Like I didn't is I used to always know that I was getting bigger because my pants would stop fitting. Right. And now I don't I, I don't wear jeans no more. I have jeans. Like, I just recently bought a couple new pairs. But, like, I used to have hella jeans. I don't have jeans now. I'm dresses, skirts, or leggings. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't want that to be my life. The other thing is, like, I see people that's bigger than me that can get on roller coasters, but because they don't have hips and ass, Bitch, you hella bigger than me. <laughs> How you can get on a Batman? Cause they put the little, uh, <laughs> they put the little plastic things there, and it pokes my booty. Yeah. My booty is too big for me to get on roller coasters. This is a problem, Re. It's problematic. So this shit got to go. <laughs> and I'm not saying it like in a negative way. Like I don't like my body, cause I I do. It's times where I see other people shape and their build, and it's not right. to talk bad about them, but it's like. 
me personally, I look at them and I say, and and not trying to be me, like I'm not gonna say that. You know what? I look at them and I say, I'm happy that that's not me. I say something totally different, a little worse than that, but yeah, it's like I know I could be shaped in way worse shape than me. I know people that I am related to that's probably the same size as me or smaller than me, and I'm looking at them and I'm like, you are gravity is taking its toll because not only are you heavy but it's like it looks like a melted candle type effect whereas like i'm plus size but nothing on me is sagging outside of my poopa and I, you don't wait too long though because because it's hard skin won't yeah back. yeah and like i don't think that i'm at that point so you know but <sighs> this has been quite the a long topic <laughs> Love yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. You know, I fucked with my body because it's the only one I got, but she know what it is. I fucked with my body. I just... She know how to suck it in when we... Like, hey. I want to be comfortable in my body. Mm-hmm. Like, I like my body. It's not like I hate it, but it's just like, I could stand to lose a, a good 90 pounds. Okay. And your number is your number. And yeah. I hate when people try to tell you, so 10 pounds is too much for me. Hey. It's for real, for real, and it's like if I show you a picture of me at the size I'm trying to get to, you're gonna be like, "Bitch, you still was thick as fuck." Like, <laughs> I'm always gonna be thick. I've, like I said, I've never been like a small ass person, mm. so I don't expect to get small. Like, I wouldn't even know how to. F- I would probably slide into a depression if I ever like lost it all. <laughs> I would probably go into a depression if I ever lost it all. So, what's your comfort zone? Who's comfortable for you? Yeah, I'm comfortable if I was. Just a little 10 pounds Yeah. You have to be comfortable with yourself. But at the same time, like, don't fuck yourself over to the point where, like, or be so judgmental with yourself that, like, no shade to, like, Lil' Kim. But, like, she was so pretty in the 90s. But she wasn't comfortable with her face. So she played with it a little bit. And, you know, that's fine. But it's when she got carried away where it's like, okay, girl, now you don't even look like yourself. And so it's just like, no when to, to stop. Yeah. No way to stop. Yes, please. No way to stop. But yeah, that concludes this week's episode. I thank y'all. Please, please, please like my episodes on whatever platform you're listening to. Share my episodes. If you think I sound stupid and you hate me, repost this shit and just be like, I hate this bitch. I'm, I'm into all the exposure, you bitch. All platforms, Spotify. Most Apple. of them, I'm on. Those are like the main three: Apple, Apple. Spotify, and uh, Google Play, mm, okay. and uh, some other shit. I can't think of all of them right now because, yeah. Uh, but that's it. Um, if y'all wanna follow Brianna, it's is it Bree Dash Will? No, on my Instagram, it? it's yeah. at Bree, not B. Bree not be. And y'all go check out her Instagram for real because my bitch gets up early and she be working out and she be lifting in weights on camera and I get up every morning like I look at her stats while she working out. Look at get it bitch. Get it bitch. And a lot of times you be to work out before I even wake up. <laughs> you be to work out before I wake up. Well I can't say that because I be up sometimes. I just lay in the bed and just like ponder life before I do <laughs> before I do anything. So yeah that's it y'all um next by this time next week i should have my my shit together so that i can announce to y'all what i'm ready to announce to y'all but i'm hella excited i think i already told you about it 
I don't think so. I'll tell you about it when we okay. get off here. But yeah, so that's it, guys. Thanks for sticking around for this super long episode. And I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.